Hello and welcome to episode 27 of Creative Waffle. Today's guest is Connor Fowler. How are you today, Connor? Uh, I'm really good, thank you, Mark. And yourself? Yeah, really nice. I just had a, just had a bowl of porridge for lunch, which is strange. But, <laughs> yeah, Starting yeah. the day off right, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's been a good day. Um, so the first question I have for you today is, what is your favourite logo and why? Uh, my favourite logo, I've actually got a couple at the moment. I've got a big corporate one that I really like. Uh, and there's one by a guy called Ivan Bob Bobrov, Big Goodest on Instagram. Uh, the big corporate one I like at the moment is for is NatWest. Yeah. So uh, one of our pretty lovely banks over here has got three cubes in kind of a, a triangle shape, uh, and just the the layout of them and how they're all twisted around each other is really pretty. And they've just rebranded everything. Uh, so that's probably my favourite corporate at the moment. Mm. Uh, and Ivan did a, a bullfinch logo. It's quite far down in this feed if you want to have a look. Uh, but yeah, he did a bullfinch logo, and just the it's basically one line that just flows all the way through, and it's it's really clean. And that's probably they're probably my favourite two at the moment. I mean, I can't really say any of my own work, but you know, um, we'll leave it to one side. <laughs> <laughs> no, nice. Um, yeah, I mean, the bank bank logos are interesting. I think uh, the Deutsche Bank logo is that, is that pronounced right? Um, yeah, the square with the Dash, that's very nice as well. That's been mentioned yeah. by uh, by Tom on on the podcast before. But yeah, the the NatWest logo is very, 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 very smart. Um, uh, <laughs> What's the number one place you go to when uh, researching design? Now I came prepared for this one because you sent me the questions. Yeah, and it was also the uh, it's, uh, it's not the second. Is you got another question similar to this coming up later? But is this one? Is yeah. this book? <laughs> Which I'm sure you've I'm sure you've seen a few times in your your podcasting talking to people kind of thing. Um, it's the Logo Modernism book. Uh, it's like three bricks, <laughs> oh, but that is is an encyclopedia basically. Um, it's an encyclopedia of basically every every logo from between like a thirty year period. It's mm. it's absolutely incredible. Um, there's, I find stuff in there all the time that is is brand brand new to me, but you see the same techniques used throughout uh, throughout history. So it's it's really really good place to be inspired and find different techniques to use. It's lovely to see all those, those black and white logos that have survived throughout oh. the years. Oh. <laughs> mentioned so if it many times. If it doesn't look good in black. What's the point? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just no point. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think we should get it as a sponsor on the logo on the on the podcast because yeah, it's just get some. <laughs> it's been mentioned so many times. It's great. Some some kind of Amazon referral or yeah. something like that. Yeah, <laughs> um, when, definitely a good idea. So when when did you first get into design? That's actually I was actually explaining this to someone over the weekend that I met up with, but uh, I started in about oh goodness me, I was sixteen, seventeen, so that's uh, six years ago now. Um, and my band at the time needed a logo and some t-shirts doing. So I designed the logo and the t-shirts uh, over the course of about a year. Um, so this is when I was in college. Yeah. And it was bad. It was, it was really bad. Um, but I spent every single lunch and free period that I had in the library teaching myself how to use the software. Awesome. Um, so it was, it was worthwhile. But that's when I started getting into it. Uh, but I've only been kind of doing full-time design for, for six months or so. Wow. So that's crazy. But I've been obviously been working on it for since I was sixteen. So 
yeah, I finally took the plunge at the start of 2017. <laughs> nice New Year's resolution, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, crazy. it was. Considering your feed, that's yeah, that's, that's amazing. Oh, thanks, man. It's really appreciated. Um, I mean, I'm. I don't like to say that I'm self-taught because obviously I've used resources and taken yeah. courses online and done all of that, but it, it's very self-initiated. I think is kind of self-driven. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I think I think I've done pretty well from from 16 to making awful band logos, but that's where I started. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, everyone everyone starts that position, don't they? So yeah, always get better. Um, uh, it's something that you know you, you keep keep um, keep improving all the way through your career. Anyway, that's what I was talking to someone yesterday on a, on a podcast, and yeah, you, you never stop improving. So no, it's practice makes perfect, doesn't it? So exactly, exactly. just got to keep doing it. What What would you say is your favourite font? Oh, um, I mean, I don't use fonts that often, but I I've got such a catalogue. Um, my my favorite font for a long time was was a song called Baybass Nuau, I think is yeah. how you pronounce it. Baybass. Very tall, slender kind of thing. Um, and I used that quite a bit in, in some album artworks I did years ago. Um, my favorite font up until about a month ago was Metropolis. Right. Uh, which is kind of which is a which is a san sans serif font. It's it's nothing particularly exciting, but it had uh, sixteen different weights and and I could support the person who made it uh, rather than uh, going just a big corporate kind of style, which was really nice. Um, and off the back of that, I picked up using Gotham, yeah, nice. uh, which is just one of those big timeless fonts that is is quite nice, definitely nice and bold. The bass going back to that as well. Um... It's, it's one that probably would fit nicely on records and, and album artwork as well. Uh, yeah, it's all. it's one of those fonts that is, at a distance, quite difficult. I mean, it's so thin and slender, but yeah, a, a kind of on a when you hold it up close and it looks quite nice, yeah. stacking stacking all those letters on top of each other. So, do you have any design idols or like anyone you look up to? Uh, I mean, I think you know, you've you've had Mr. Draplin on on your show, and he's he's definitely up there. Um, but I didn't actually because I didn't have any kind of formal education in design um, going through college. Mm. Um, I actually kind of just built it off off the music scene that I was in. So it was more the the artists in that scene. Uh, oh. But specifically design wise, I think at the moment design idols in terms of business. I mean, I'm watching the Futures channel at the moment, so Chris yeah. Chris Dew is, is very much on that point uh, for the business side. Um, and then my design idols kind of at the moment, there's a Brendan Goodcuff, I think, I believe, is how you pronounce his surname. Uh, it's goodcuff.design, I believe, on Instagram. Uh, and cool. he's he's incredible. He's got a really, his style is down. It's It was thick line work, and it's, uh, big bold borders and things like that, and I really look up to that style um, because of of it's the literally taking the most complex shapes to the simplest of form. Mm. Uh, and there's something really to be said about just the ways he can and other designers similar to him can manipulate shapes to do that. Um, whether or not I use that style all the time because I, I don't, but it's really inspirational to see how their brain works yeah. more so than what they actually put out. That's kind of they're my idols at the moment. I think something I, I like you 
well, I like to see that you, your work as well and the process behind it. You show a lot of that on your Instagram. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to do more of that. Um, it seems to, I mean, people can be quite cagey about it. Um, I was actually talking to a gentleman called James, who's quite local to me, made made by James. Okay. Um, on Instagram, you can um, I'll send you all these links to shove in your yeah. in description or something. But um, yeah, he, we were talking about this the other day that everyone it, you seem to get a better response and people seem to enjoy your content more if you explain things. So you you walk them through. Okay, I use this particular grid or this particular set of tools or, or circles to create the final shape. Um, and it's something that I've kind of, it used to be quite cagey about, and I'm sure quite a lot of people uh, are as well, trying to have that transparency. And I'm trying to bring that forward, as you'll see with the next few posts uh, on my feed that I've got queued up. Um, I'm trying to bring that in a bit more and kind of show how, how it breaks down. Because I think people like it as well, which is good. Yeah, that's, that's, that's great. I think a lot of designers like to see other people, well, like you say, other people and how they work, um, and, the, and the, yeah, the thought process behind it. Uh, I think I know. Yeah, definitely. I think I know the answer to the next question. But what, what <laughs> what's the most valuable design book you've ever read? Not Logo Monism. Oh, Not that one. No. <laughs> uh, where did I put it? Uh, oh, it's here. Right. It is this uh, book. Yes. <laughs> Lovely. The, the small locomotivism, yeah. effectively. Um, I like this one because it, it's just it's condensed, basically. Um, it, you've got so uh, excluding the, the first section, which is all abstracts, uh, all the representational stuff um, on the second half of the book is is everything from from fire to flowers and birds. So it's even the Nestle logo that I've just branded for them. Lovely. Um, but yeah, I, I like this book because it and the the logo book, which is the the counterpart to it, um, because it's just it's condensed. I can take it places. Um, it's it's good to show uh, to potential clients if they're after anything in, exactly in particular. Mm. Um, but I just like I if if I'm looking for something to draw kind of on my own time, I'll just flick through to a page and be like, "There's the title." Like it, that's that's it's a nice simple book there's nothing extravagant about it it's a collection of very nice things yeah it's very That's, very neatly put together yeah you were you were surprised i was you were surprised because <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you can just drown in logomonism it, it, it's good for research but it, it it you just drown in it and and trying to find specific things obviously it's all categorized but there's so much variety that it, it i just drown in it Sometimes it's a bit much. And so symbols easy to flick through as well, rather than having yes. to turn pages. You have to just you know quick flick through. Yeah, rather um, than having to set up like and clear my entire desk yeah. just to lay the book out. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would just say Nestle not a sponsor, but if you want to, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we can work if you something want out. To. Yeah, I, I always, <laughs> yeah, definitely hit them up. <laughs> um, finally, what, what's your number one design tip? Or creative tip for creatives. I spend a lot of time just going through, not a lot, by, by a lot I don't mean a whole work day, but over the course of a week, it can be a few hours going through other people's content, uh, saving the best bits, kind of 
building uh, your social presence is just as important, I think, as a creative person and saying, hey, I, I enjoy doing this. This is what I like to do and showing what you like to do and making an effort to say, actually, you've got really good work as well. Like, and see how you can benefit from other people um, it's probably the biggest thing I've taken on in the last six months or so is, is actually reaching out to someone and saying, we're both creative and building a relationship with them and seeing how they, their work can benefit your work is quite a big thing for me. Mm. Um, and as a creative tip, I've found that over the last six months that has improved my work drastically. Right. So actually taking the time to investigate and uh, be curious about other people and other people's work makes a big difference. That's a great tip. I think it's, um, a lot of the designers are introverts and, and don't like reaching out to people, but I suppose on social media it can be a bit easier. And making that contact and yeah, talking to other creatives like I am with the podcast, it's, it's not only an extra friend, it's, it's someone you can interact with and look, look around and ask for feedback and stuff as well. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, actually being able to say, have someone, because apart from until recently, until I met James, there was, I couldn't find anyone in my local area. Like, yeah. it's the nearest city, which is Bournemouth, well, not Bournemouth, but like the second nearest city, which is Bournemouth to me, is the next place, or, or you're going to pool, or you're going to, it, it's hours upon hours, but with, because of the internet, you're granted such a uh, a great opportunity to be like, Oh, actually, I can just send them a message and we'll see what happens. Um, and, and there's such a good benefit to that. But it's also, as you say, you can become quite introverted because I'm sure, like me, I, I spend eight hour, up to eight hours a day in an office uh, with my computer running and just trying to, trying to bash out some design work and, and some research. And you've got to balance it. There's, that's, there's such a work-life balance with this. And with the internet, you've kind of got to, do a bit of both, I think, That's and just make make sure you talk to as many people as you can. That's great. That's really good. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. Um, where can people find you and say hello to yourself? Uh, thank you for having me, firstly. And they, you can all find me at C Fowler Design, which is C-F-O-W-L-E-R Design. Uh, that's on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Dribble, Behance, the lot. It's, it's quite easy. Um, I really can't change it now because it's been there that way for so long. Um, yeah, and if you want to check out my website, it's connorfowler.com. Uh, you can check out my work there and, and contact me if you're, if you're interested in any work. And thank you very much for having me. Awesome. Well, thanks very much. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Creative Waffle. Go and check out Connor on Instagram. His, his Instagram is amazing. He posts every day. Uh, lots and lots of content from him. He's also coming out with his own podcast, so be sure to look out for that. Um, if keep up to date with the latest news from him on his Instagram whilst you're on the internet you can check out bluedeard.design the hub of the Creative Waffle podcast check out the show notes and all the other links down in the description below if you're on YouTube it would be amazing if you could give us a review uh, in the comments or a subscribe and a subscribe and a like share it with a friend and thank you very much and I'll see you in the next episode <laughs>